And if you do it, then don't know what you're doing, baby. Uh, and if you feel, uh, uh, where'd the yeah, I, where'd the music go? <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Into the Echo. Uh, singing along with me today is once again Austin Logan. How you doing, buddy? Great to be back. As you remember, Austin Logan is the co-host of 20 Minutes of Banter. Uh, he's one of the founding members of Secret Weapon Productions. And uh, he's on for just a short episode with me today to talk about gorillas. All J- oh, I was not, not severely all J. misinformed. No, I... buddy. We did Alt-J last episode. This isn't just the Alt-J podcast? Nope. This is oh, the podcast no, where I... we drink and we talk about the albums and songs that we love. Nope. I was really misinformed here. I... So are all your notes Alt-J? They're all J. Oh, boy. Well, that's too bad because today we are well, talking about... Well, I'll just about... be going. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about uh, gorillas. Do the your gorillas. thing. Yeah, it uh, it is part of Converse's. Uh, yeah, Converse uh, song. commissioned them and a couple other guys just for a, for a shoe commercial. A, a limited line of Gorillas brand sneakers. Yeah, and it was part of their Three Artists, One Song series. And I think they did, like you said, a couple others. Uh, so the three artists in this particular song are, of course, Damon Alburn of the Gorillas. Uh, we also have Andre 3000. What? And James Murphy of LCD Sound System. Uh, yeah. Uh, Do you know about LCD Sound System? I yeah. know the name, but I can't call to mind some of the songs. No, LCD Sound System, they have uh, The Sound of Silver, I believe is the name of the album. And it has All Your Friends. It has uh, quite a bit of stuff. It's it's. I don't know if they are a UK band, but it's a very UK feeling mm. band. It's indie pop. They only sing about the Union Jack. <sighs> Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's really good stuff. Uh, so James Murphy, not usually on Gorilla songs, not usually on rap songs. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying he's never done it. I'm just saying it's not his uh, usual foray. However, uh, <clears throat> Andre Three Thousand, who's really you're gonna hear that name a bunch of times because we love him and he is the star far and away of this song this is pretty mm-hmm. much an andre 3000 song yeah it's he kind of stole the show yeah exactly uh which isn't surprising because andre 3000 has been a huge name in the rap industry for a long long time i mean him and big boy uh are part of the band outcast or i guess rap group outcast mm-hmm. if you will and they put out their first album in like 1994 it it wasn't accepted so well it wasn't a huge um hit the name of the album Southern Playalistic Dillick Music is the name Ooh, of that certainly Outcast's came out in the 90s. first album. Yeah, and that came out in 94, and then they're much better known, Atlians, that's ATL because they're from Atlanta. That came out in 96, and mm-hmm. that's where people are like, holy cow, this Outcast is awesome. Uh, the production is tight, and Andre 3000 has an amazing flow. Yeah, what uh, what album was Hey Ya on? Because I feel like that's their flagship. Hey Ya was a speaker box slash The Love Below. I think it was on The Love Below portion of it. It was like a dual album. So the first part was called Speaker Box. It was a little harder hitting, a little more like gangster rap style. Mm-hmm. And then the second album, The Love Below, was more uh, 
like, hey, yeah, it's a little bit lighter, a little bit poppier, shows a little bit more of um, Andre 3000's singing and instrumental abilities as opposed to just his rapping. So to get us into the song, we're met with the classic like gorilla style. So you, you heard in the introduction the first, I think, 30 seconds of the song where it really is pretty much could just be a gorilla song. Yeah. A little more hip-hop side of the gorillas, but it's very much Damon Albarn. You can hear him singing, uh, and it kind of goes to the weird chorus of random people singing. So what about this song? Like, what? why is this song worth talking about to you, Austin? Uh, to me, I think because it just came so out of left field. Mm-hmm. I remember, well, when did this song come out? 2012, yeah. 12, yeah. And I was at uh, your place. Mm-hmm. And we were just listening to the gorillas or watching the music videos as, as we do sometimes or did sometimes. Yeah. Oh, we still it, do it. We still do it. <laughs> but what we did was uh, we were and as we were watching these videos, we realized there was a new one. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right. Oh, for a, is it a shoe commercial or like because on the, the the what do you call it? The, the description on the, the description. Title box just, yeah. Below, yeah. Like it said Converse. Converse limited edition sneakers. And that was back when I had the big speakers, right? Yeah, this was like hooked up to your old school stereo. Yeah, I love that stuff. When you had to wire into the house. <sighs> and then I remember the first time we listened to it, literally, we're just like, all right. Uh, yeah. All right. And we're jamming, and it was classic Damon Albarn Gorillas lyrics for the verses. And we're like, okay, not sure uh, yeah, what he's it's saying. Not, it's, not, it's not shabby at all. Not shabby at all. And then uh, the chorus hit with the, you want to do it, but you don't know what you're doing, baby. Ah. That hit. And we were like, okay, this is fun. Mm-hmm. This is a really good time. We still sing that hook sometimes. Oh, yeah. We'll just be driving in the car. I mean, this is a really good, uh, this song, Do You Thing, it's a very good just moving mm-hmm. song. So if you're driving in a car, great. If you're exercising, great. Uh, probably not doing the dirty, but that's for the next episode. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. Don't get too excited just yet. So what we've been talking about is like kind of the lead up to the Andre verse. Yeah, and usually remember I'm... the first time we 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 heard this song, we had no idea there's an Andre bomb about to drop on us. Yeah, no idea. And uh, I mean, when it says Andre three thousand, you're like, okay, well, you could get a bunch of different sides of Andre three thousand. Mm-hmm. When you see an Andre feature, he could very well just be singing. He could be playing the guitar and singing. Like, there's a lot of ways that he could have integrated in this track, especially because he had been out of the game for a while. Like, he hasn't put out a major CD in a long time. Yeah, that's true. He's I... done a lot of features. Like, with Jay-Z, he did one with Beyonce recently. He's done stuff with Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, T.I., Tech 9 Khalees, all these people. But he hasn't put out, like, an album. He hasn't headlined his own gig in a while. Yeah, not in a while. And, like, Outkast did one reunion tour, I think. Like, Big Boy is willing to team up with him every now and then, but... Outcast is essentially defunct as a band. Okay. Um, there's talk of a new album and all that, but there's always talk of a new album. Mm, there's talk of a new Gorillaz album. Yeah. Too. Is that 2017 or? They're saying next year. Ooh, but boy. I think before they said last year, they said this year. So I don't. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know we'll how see. much hope to hold out for that. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, when it's essentially a one man show, it's really hard because he's like, yeah, I only have to do like two more songs, but then it completely depends yeah. on how busy his schedule is or if the muse strikes or. Oh, yeah, I guess we should mention, for those that didn't listen to our Gorillaz episode, uh, Gorillaz is a virtual band, which is to say that even though Gorillaz is essentially all the music and the videos are created by two people, 
they, those two people would lead us to believe that the gorillas was actually like a three a or four, four person band. Members. Yeah. In this fictional universe, um, where all of these strange things happen and mm. there's kind of this weird governmental takeover and it's not, it's not post apocalypse, but it's definitely post, like if the yeah. world were to go to shit, uh, <laughs> and, and Tank and, Girl was a band and Tank instead Girl, of a... Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, so they're kind of... The Gorillas, even though it's just two guys, it's Damon Auburn and Jamie Hewlett, yes. uh, they would lead you to believe that it is actually four people. And for a long time, when the Gorillas first came out, if you went to a Gorillas concert, it was just a big projection screen, and all you would see is those four virtual characters playing. You mm-hmm. And and if they talked to the audience, it was again that virtual character talking. In character, right? Yeah, in character, this whole thing. So, yeah, Gorillas, bit of a strange band. I mean, if you haven't heard of them, I don't know how you haven't heard of them, but you never know. Thank you for listening. Uh, oh, and we should mention uh, this video yeah. is uh, for free on YouTube, and also I think Converse might still have a copy. Of yeah, the you can download the video. song from Converse's website, and then there is a music video for it. So yeah, we so I talking- guess yeah, listen to the whole song before continuing further yeah you should probably go listen to the song <laughs> uh and i know we teased up to the andre stuff and we'll talk about that soon uh but first what are you drinking tonight Austin? i am drinking straight out of your fridge oh a good medicine strong red ale oh nice i'll be drinking uh the the last one of those as soon as i'm done with this screwdriver <laughs> vodka and orange juice vodka and orange juice breakfast uh, and dinner of champions yeah it's it was orange juice from concentrate if you really want to know and I should say that Riley's going to be joining us as well um, for the next episode. He will be back. Uh, not to say we won't see Austin again, but we'll be back on the regular schedule uh, shortly next week. Yeah, right in time for your lovemaking episode, you'll have to get rid of your sloppy second. I, uh, I completely understand. <laughs> sloppy seconds before the lovemaking episode? That doesn't make sense. Uh, floppy firsts. There we go. Floppy firsts is what this episode is. Uh, <laughs> but we'll talk about the next episode a little bit later, too. Uh, but... Before that, I want to talk a little bit about the music video for this song. Well, and uh, Seamus touched a little bit on this in your guys' last episode about the gorillas. But all the all the albums and all the music videos in the albums have a sort of story to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think in uh, Plastic Beach, mm-hmm. uh, the last gorillas album to have music videos, mm-hmm. uh, somehow during it, uh, Russell, the band's drummer, got mutated to like a Godzilla-sized monster. Yeah, he turned into a very large, uh, very large bald black man. Right. That floated on the water, and they could use him as a as essentially a submarine. And the rest of the band who thought uh, Noodle, their guitarist, yeah, or she's bass some, guitar. She's either bassist or guitarist. I, I think she's a guitarist. But yeah, was replaced by a robot in the previous album, and was liberated by uh, the rest of the band during that album. So for this one. Uh, you sort of check in, see how the band's doing. Yeah, because this is a couple years after Plastic Beach, or maybe just one year. I forget when Plastic Beach came out, to be honest. Uh, but this music video yeah, happened just, just after. sort of checks in. Yeah. Opens on 2D waking up in the morning in a, like a tiny London apartment mm-hmm, that he's mm-hmm. sharing with the rest of the band. <laughs> so it, just, it follows him uh, through his routine. He's getting, he's, he's like just walking around in his underwear, taking a morning pee. Mm-hmm. Goes in, checks on... Uh, Noodle, make sure she isn't replaced by a robot. 
again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goes into Murdoch's room, which is uh, just a, a blank abyss with animal noises coming out of it. And then you just kind of get this, like, glare of Murdoch. And he uses one of those chairs on a rail to go down the stairs. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. The, like, assistance chairs that will help someone who, like, has a hard time going downstairs. They use mm-hmm. the, yeah. Like, for old people, it's just Murdoch yeah. in the morning. Yeah, he gets on that, but it's super slow, and it gets jammed up, and he's just all pissy. With, and... Yeah, with green skin, he's hunched over with his lizard tongue. Looks uh. like a monster. Then, uh... Uh, 2D goes into the bathroom and you see uh, Andre 3000 just with his arms up and underneath him are two like Monty Python cartoons holding buckets collecting his sweat. <laughs> and he's shirtless, we should say. He's shirtless, yeah. Uh, which Andre 3000 is often shirtless. He was, he's kind of like the Red Hot Chili Peppers where mm-hmm. it's like if it was a live event outside, he'd usually have his shirt, shirt off. off. Because he's, yeah, he's a slender guy. He's got that otter yeah, body. Good build and it's hot out for concerts. Yeah. yeah. And he's a very active performer as well, so he's moving a lot, he's rapping a lot, he's losing his breath. So that's how we meet Andre 3000 in the video, is just we see him in the bathroom with the people collecting his sweat under a mirror. Uh, instead of Andre's face, he's wearing kind of like a band. Yeah, he's wearing, well, he's wearing a mask. Yeah. But it's like a cloth mask with an X over his face. Yeah, like a black and white, like a black mask with a white X over his face. And he has a Zorro hat on. Yeah, <laughs> and he's shirtless, and it's... um. It's definitely a striking figure, and I think that's before his verse, right? Mm-hmm. That's how in, that's how Andre three thousand is introduced. Yeah, yeah, and this is a really realistic uh, version of the gorillas too. This is not. This yeah, is like three D animation. They were superimposed over just like a like a set. Yeah, yeah, they're like three D superimposed over a step. So this this whole thing feels like very much like what like this feels real, but it's clearly the gorillas. Mm-hmm. Uh, this felt high budget to be honest. Yeah, Converse must have paid a lot of money for this thing. Yeah, because these are not cheap graphics. Uh, the Gorillas, they do not go halfway. Mm-hmm. Like, if Converse is like, we need a music video, then Gorillas is going to be like, okay. We'll do a but... music video, but uh, <laughs> not going to half-ass it. Yeah, you have to know what you're asking for. This is going to take time, energy, budget, and uh, some help. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it turned out really well. And then 2D continues throughout his day, kind of goes into the kitchen, makes some toast or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he makes some toast, and for some reason there's a, a bowl of severed ears right by the toaster. Yeah. So is... when the bread pops out, it falls into the bowl of severed ears. And then, like, an ear gets on the toast, and uh, he's like, ew, and he kind of shakes it off, and he goes and he grabs a little squid, like we see from the Plastic Beach music mm-hmm. video. He grabs one of those little squids and squishes out some jelly on it. Yeah, he opens the fridge, and Andre's in the fridge. <laughs> and he hands him the jar of, <laughs> of, the... of uh, like, jelly and milk yeah yeah and uh doesn't he use a jellyfish or am i imposing uh, spongebob on this or a squid or something i don't remember that part oh you could very well be right i could very well be thinking of spongebob the screwdriver's uh not not virgin so <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so we see andre again in the fridge murdoch comes back into the kitchen and he's a, he finally made it down the stairs he's a grumpy right. oaf he's holding one of the converse shoes Mm-hmm. And, and he chucks it out. Yeah, he's thing. furious at 2D, presumably because 2D is the one that made the brand deal, and Murdoch is not for that corporate garbage. Yeah, and that's a that's such a cool little nod to the fact that like gorillas is they usually don't do commercial. They're pretty anti-establishment. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty anti-establishment. So the fact that they took on this this Converse deal out of nowhere. Um, Probably had some fans raising eyebrows. Yeah, so they did kind of an homage to that with Murdoch being pissed off about it. And he's like, what are these shoes? <laughs> what <laughs> have you done? Why are these here? Uh, but that does make me think, like, if if the gorillas did agree to the whole thing and to put Converse's name only, like, not only in their music video, but as, like, the producer or, like, the, the owner of the song and stuff like that, 
they must have really bargained for as much freedom as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Like the gorillas does not give up its name and its style and stuff like that for. And I, well, nothing. I think especially since this was after the gorillas was uh, not defunct but on hiatus. This was after Jamie Hewlett said he didn't want to do gorilla stuff for a while. Yeah, so this was a really big deal. And for them to take this deal, they must have pretty much, like, when Converse approached them, they must have said... Blank check. Blank check, and we do whatever Whatever we we want. want. Yeah, and Andre, honestly, came out of somewhat defunct, hadn't been, you know, he'd been doing a lot of guest cuts and stuff like that, but um, pretty much, like I said, hadn't released an album for a while. He must have said, like, great, but you can't change a single lyric. Mm -hmm. Like, I write what I write, and... um, you can do like a sure a slightly edited version and and the epi- the song that they uh, released on the official website it is slightly censored he kind of like censors yeah. himself a little bit where he says ish instead of shit and uh, he says my girl looking pretty up there instead of riding that dick or something like that yeah, yeah. so it's like he does self censor in one of the versions but you can definitely get the uncensored and you can tell like Andre didn't pull any punches oh that reminds me there are oh. two versions of this song. Mm-hmm. Like the the director's cut version of the song is like thirteen minutes long. Thirteen minutes, and there's there is definitely a reason. It's the director's cut. Yeah, it's very inaccessible for the last ten minutes of it. But it's uh not ten minutes, but um like eight minutes of it, and it has a lot of Andre yelling. I am the shit. I am the shit. A lot. That's, that's the gist of all the lyrics. Yeah, but it's verbatim the lyrics most of the time. Yeah, yeah, but it's amazing. So I think that's enough teasing. I think we can play the Andre verse for them. That is led up to by um, Andre also does the bridge leading up into the verse. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what you're going to hear in just a second here. And then get ready because I'm going to just play the whole Andre verse. Oh, no. It's so, an Andre overload, everybody. It's an Andre overload. Get ready uh, for the bridge and Andre verse of Gorillas Do You Think. Was it was it worth the wait, Austin? 
Uh, new word, onomatopoeia. Boom. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. Uh, if you haven't already, just go ahead and, and click the back 30 seconds button a couple times. Listen to it again. Just let it, just let it sink in. And I know it sounds like we're probably being fanboys about this verse, and we've talked about it for like 10 minutes before we play it, and then we ramp it up, and now we're going to talk about it more. But like, come on, guys. You just listen to it. That's a really good verse. I know. He hasn't spit fire like that since Hey Ya. Yeah. Not to keep bringing that up, but... But, I mean, yeah, and Hey Ya wasn't even like his hardest at all. I think some of the things that really stuck out, first of all, the way he comes in with just new word, onomatopoeia, boom. Like, he's already saying... Hey, look, I'm not a simple rapper. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw onomatopoeia in there and just like make a sound effect after it to be like, not only am I going to rat like rhyme onomatopoeia, but I'm going to show that I know what that word means because mm-hmm. I'm not stupid. This is not gangster rap. I am not a gangster rapper. If anything, he is like a very stylish, like he is, he is a classy individual. Yeah. And you can, you can usually tell. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes you can tell when you're going through like a song or a book that this person is way smarter than you. Yeah, yeah. And they can very easily demonstrate that to you. And that's yeah, that's Andre right from the get-go being like, all right. And that's part of why Andre keeps ending up on, like, the top ten lists. Like, he was on Billboard's top ten rappers in 2015. He was on um, Complex's top ten rappers in 2013. And, like, this is years and years and years, like 20 years after his Atlians. And, like, I think, like, eight, 17 years after Equemini and stuff. Like, this is so late after Andre spat most of these verses and he's still getting on the top 10 lists. And it's It's not only that they're fast. Yeah. It's not only that they're dense, but they have rock solid flow. Yeah. Rock solid flow. And I think like an example of that, again, right at the beginning of the chorus, we see him say, um, first of all, new word on him on a PA, quit acting like you don't want to be here. Fuck around. You get leap or you get jumped like leap year, which Mm. is funny. Like good little wordplay. There's a lot of wordplay in here. And then he says, uh, I thought this was clever too. He says, Glock in a glove, make you really want to leave me alone. Get off, you gone, gone. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he, he like kind of cuts up the verses and like brings it back. And instead of ending with the rhyming vowel, he ends with something different, or the rhyming, rhyming sound. He'll end with something else and then come back in the like beginning of the next line with what you were expecting. Mm-hmm. And it's just really clever. And this is the sort of stuff like you see the breakdowns of Eminem songs and how he just kind of moves stuff around in a really clever way. You see so much of that here. That juicy fruit, that splooshy sploosh, Generation X on bloop to bloop, <laughs> which like, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> says, there, there's so much, like you said, wordplay mm-hmm. that I had to, like, it doesn't jump out at you till you read it. Or until like five minutes after you've heard it and finally those synapses connect because you don't know what you just listened to. Yeah. And behind it this whole time, we haven't really talked about the instrumentation of this song at all, have we? We haven't, no. But Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, it's Gorillaz style, but that doesn't say anything because the Gorillaz can be anything. They're all over the place. Yeah, but it's a very funky, bass-driven song. We hear like the crunchy bass playing through the whole thing, especially this verse. Uh, kind of a keyboard... Um, yeah, very keyboard driven, at least on the early half of the song. Yeah, and it's the same thing with like a keyboard, but it's lined up with vocal samples that are kind of heavily distorted with like this, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, like almost a parody, parrot-y sound? Parrot. Parrot. I, I don't know how to describe it. I, that's not a very good description. I am but... not, <laughs> I'm not taking this journey with you, man. No. Nope. I want to, but I don't. Uh, I'm trying to think of, um, I mean, you guys have heard the music. I don't need to describe it for you, but... Uh, when this Andre verse is going, they're just pretty much doing like this really good baseline behind it. Mm-hmm. And while they did give him a few little changes in the music to like kind of um, 
wrap up ends of lines and stuff like there are a few musical cues in this verse but for the most part it's a very very blank canvas um i would love to hear alternate takes on this i would love to hear what was left on the cutting room floor mm. maybe not much Although, from what i understand like this this song like it was London. done in uh, James Murphy's uh, studio. James Murphy's? Oh, I thought it was Because originally studio. the plan was just for each to do their part and then email it to James Murphy. Yeah, but yeah. James Murphy was scared how that would turn out, so he like ushered everyone into his studio. So over the course of like a three-day weekend, they just got together and cranked this whole thing out. Yeah, in London. Yeah, in London. So Legend I think has he it... probably flew Andre over to London, mm-hmm. unless he just happened to be there for... For whatever Fashion reason. Fashion week. For all those shirts he's not wearing. <laughs> Wears a lot of pants, that's for sure. <laughs> but again, legend has it that when Andre came into the studio, like, this was, he either had this in the tank or he just went into a trance and this is what happened. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, you hear of Jay-Z doing that where they're like, yeah, Jay-Z comes into the studio, he does one take walks out of the studio because that's all he needs all it takes yeah and like that's one reason why jay-z you can say what you want about his verses and stuff but remember this like the black album was done in such a small amount of time and it is a monumental rap album and he just kind of like did so much of that in one take so but andre's the same way and that's why he's yeah. again time you know, and time i was again. thinking about it and i, I thought mm-hmm. it must suck to be andre 3000 like i have oh. racing well <laughs> it, it must be it must suck to be in andre 3000's head all the time Oh. Like I thought I had racing thoughts. Yeah. But if this if this is just what's in his head. Yeah. This guy thinks he's never gonna get a night's sleep in his life. Yeah, mile a minute and it's in couplets. I <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh and then the other time where he says, um, you ain't Scarface, you ain't Willie D, you ain't Bushwick, you ain't killing me. Uh he's referencing the three members of the ghetto boys. Uh and of course Scarface had his own solo rap career after that, that's mentioned in a Jay Z song, uh in a Kanye song. Uh but He's essentially saying to the listener or to his haters or whatever, he's like, okay, the Ghetto Boys, they were hard. They were like some of the fathers of gangster rap. And um, you're not that. You're not that at all. You ain't Slick Rick, you... You're Dana Dame, which is like a black yeah, comedian. He's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, and he's the one with like a kind of a high pitched voice. You'd recognize him. Uh, he's probably on a bunch of shitty movies about people being pregnant in an elevator. I don't know. He's kind of, he's a black comedian. He's funny. I'm not trying to say he's not funny, but he is so far from hard that oh, okay. like compared to Slick Rick or any of the early rappers, he's just nothing. So this is a very good diss track. Um, and just to drive his point home after he calls the guy Dana Dane, he changes the flow and just yeah, somehow gets it even faster. Yeah, completely changes it up and he goes like, or not, not syncopated. I forget the name for when rappers go into that mode. It's like one of the tricks that Twista or um, Buster Rhymes uses to make it sound like they're talking really, really fast, but they use like similar syllables that are really close to each other, so it sounds like they're talking way faster than they are. Anyway, I forget the name of it, but Andre's really good at it. And especially when he goes into the do you damn thing, do you thingy thing, which is repeated so much. Yeah, I'll play some of those do you damn things right now. So he says that a lot, which it's the name of the song. And honestly, this works for me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get annoyed when a song repeats itself. But when he's saying do your damn thing and the crunchy bass comes in and more of the instrumentation comes in at that point. Yeah, no, it's like he's speaking to you personally. Yeah. I will do my damn thing. I will Thank do you, my Andre. damn thing. Exactly. And like at this point, like I said, this is moving music for when you're being active. I don't just listen to it when I'm sitting on the couch. So at this point, I am usually just dancing. 
mm-hmm. like dancing in my living room, bopping my head if I'm around people. Like I am so far in the groove at this point that I just I you just look love like it. you're you're dancing in a Charlie Brown Ex- Christmas special. Exactly. Yeah. You know my. Feet are moving, my head is moving, my hands are firmly at my side, my back is straight. It's great. <laughs> uh, it gets me a lot of attention. Yeah, it's it's very uncanny. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's positive attention, right? People love it, right? It they, sure is, buddy. They take pictures. It sure is, buddy. I mean, I, I was I was in that viral video. Uh, <clears throat> none of this is true. So I think we've uh, probably talked your ears off for long enough. Um, <laughs> for a five-minute song. For a five-minute song, we've talked to you a lot. Though, uh, I mean, we can cheat. Say there's, it's a 13-minute song. So we're giving you want. really only the creme de la creme. So really, yeah, we're just we're just picking out the good stuff for you. Um, I guess we'll kind of end this out with the last verse and the ending of the song, just so you can kind of hear the whole thing. Uh, we try and play a lot more of the songs when we're just talking about a few of them. Uh, we do still have to worry about copyright issues and stuff, of course, but like we're, we're talking about one song. We, we want to give you as much of that song as we possibly legally can. So uh, I'll play a bit more of that at the end, but I should promote uh, the next episode that's coming out. You have just like one or two more days to get to us with your uh, recommendation for lovemaking songs. Uh, that's what our next episode is going to be centered around. We're recording it really soon. So please find us on Facebook, Into the Echo, uh, Twitter at EchoPod. Um, we're also at SecretWeaponProductions.com if you want to listen to some of our other shows. And uh, how about you, Austin? What if people want to just get hold of you yourself? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Austin A. Logan. Uh, you can find my show, 20 Minutes of Banter, on iTunes and also uh, our Twitter at, at 20 Minute Banter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, please... Uh, uh, if you like this show, mm-hmm. give it five stars. Please uh, leave a nice comment on iTunes, Clark. We would it love that. Really helps us uh, get the show out, expose, mm-hmm. get that exposure for more people. Mm-hmm. And also, just uh, if you if you have something to add mm-hmm. to this song, maybe some tidbits we don't know about, or just uh, how you felt about the song. Maybe you're hearing it for the first time. And you want to make your first impressions known. Yeah. Please uh, hit one of us up on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you guys. See what your thoughts are. Absolutely. So thanks again for hosting with me, Austin. It's been a good time. Uh, we'll get you back on soon. We have a we have a lot of summer albums lined up because it's the season, right? Tis the season for summer songs. Tis the season for summer songs. And you and I love doing road trips and listening to music, so I'm sure we'll hear from you again. Uh, All right. Well, it's so great thank- to be back on the Alt-J podcast. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Oh, and you can find me at Clark Hodges. Uh, check the show notes, secretweaponproductions.com. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Take care.